Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Ken Gormley joining me, the president of Duquesne University, a university that now is, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 113 years old. Is that right, Ken? Is that is that about right? Uh, we're, we're actually a little bit older than that. Uh, we were founded in 1878. Oh, actually, I was thinking so, 1910, yeah. but maybe that's when the law school started. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. 1911. 1911. It okay. became a university in 1911, but it was uh, founded in 1878, so 145 years almost. Well, I'm thinking that you know maybe everybody's talking about New Year's resolutions and trying to do something and, and bettering themselves. So I'm thinking that maybe you and I should see if we can be part of the class of 85 who will be entering <laughs> medical school at Duquesne University this summer. What do you think? Well, that's, that sounds good. Uh, you know, it's going to be quite exciting to see that first cohort of students. I don't think I'm ready to study that. You could that qualify stuff. for the academic load. I'm not sure. I would need some kind of an exemption from the president. Yeah. <laughs> Give us an idea. In all seriousness, though, I mean, today was the day that the ribbon was cut, that you opened up Duquesne University's brand new College of Medicine. And students are going to be there before you know it. This summer, you're bringing in 85 students for your inaugural class. This has got to feel like a big step along that way. It's a huge step, and it's just a magnificent building right there on Forbes Avenue, Rick. Uh, people should drive by and see it. And it's it's bigger than you may imagine because I did discover as we were doing research on this to launch this medical school that the Spiritan priests who founded this university actually considered in 1910 opening a law school and a medical school. They mm -hmm. didn't get the medical school off the ground, so we accomplished that goal today uh, you know, 114 years later, but it, it makes sense. It's so mission driven. It is service to others. And so we now add it to the nursing school, pharmacy school, health sciences, and it's really a crown jewel that ties everything together. One of the reasons that I had heard they said back in 1910 is they didn't think that there was a need for two medical schools in Pittsburgh. Now there's such a shortage of physicians what you are doing is going to make an inordinate difference in the number of physicians that will be trained at a time when they are so needed. Well, right. And our focus is specifically on trying to create to train primary care doctors. Although people will be able to do all sorts of things. We'll have neurosurgeons. We'll have others who come through the program. But our focus 
is service to others, especially in underserved urban and rural communities in Pennsylvania. So we've made it a priority to look at this very talented national pool. In the first year, we can only admit half of the ultimate class. So ultimately, there will be you know, closer to 160 or so students, 170. But for this first class of 85 or so, uh, we're looking for students who have a heart for service, who want to serve as family docs. There's such an urgent need right here in our community, as you know, Rick, but that's a, it's across Pennsylvania, it's across the country. And we feel that this is uh, truly a niche that Duquesne can shine in. And frankly, UPMC and the other healthcare providers have been supportive of this because we all know we need primary care doctors to serve our families. President of Duquesne University, Ken Gormley, our guest on KDKA. Ken, when we think about the training that it takes to get a bachelor's degree, that, that it, college isn't for everyone. Well, you know what? Yeah. Medical school's not either. I mean, so how do you go about, yes, you've got the MCAT scores that say that you are have the aptitude for doing it, but that still doesn't mean that someone is going to be cut out for, for being in medicine. How do you go about, how does Duquesne go about ferreting out amongst the incredibly talented students who want to be a doctor that, yes, you are right for this path? That's a great question. It's a very specialized process, and it's similar to, you know, I was the dean of the law school before other professional schools like law or pharmacy and others. You have to look really carefully at the individual student, and I'm proud that we have an, an interview component for the medical school so that our you know, top uh, faculty members and admissions folks can sit down and see what is making these uh, applicants tick. We, as you can imagine, we had over 4,000 applications for the first 85 seats and from all over the country and other countries in the world. And so we're looking for people who really have a commitment of service to others because that's what this is about. And so we look in the background of students for uh, a history of doing that kind of work. And frankly, we're proud of the fact that over half of our first uh, cohort here are have a Pennsylvania connection or Western PA connection. We want that because we are specifically aimed at finding the future doctors for our region. We want these Duquesne doctors to be serving our community. Duquesne doctors has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? It really does. You know, there was a lot of work that went into this and we had COVID that tried to knock us back, but we got it done and it's just magnificent. I got to say, the whole community has been behind this, the foundations, the government officials, everyone has, everywhere I go, if I go to the grocery store, people want to talk about this. It's been a team community effort. That's what I'm most proud of. What people may not realize is the numbers that you said here just a moment ago, that 85 spots available and you had more than 4,000 apply for them. 2% acceptance rate is not unheard of when it comes to getting into the very competitive medical schools that are out there. Yours is a brand new medical school. How many people are you having to add to staff in order to teach pharmacology classes, to be able to teach the anatomy classes, to teach the classes that someone needs end up being a DO. Hey, this was the biggest investment of this university since we went from being a college to a university in 1911. I mean, this was a huge lift. 
but our board was behind it, uh, the community was behind it, and so it was a big investment of new faculty and administrators, and they had to be, many of them have been on board for years. Our founding dean, John Kaufman, incidentally, is a star. He founded uh, Campbell Medical School in North Carolina. He's from originally Western PA. He knows this region. He really cares about it. So we were really fortunate in having a person who was the perfect fit, but we have an all-star team in terms of the faculty and staff. It doesn't get any better. And so we're going to come out of the gate as one of the top colleges of osteopathic medicine in the United States because we have an established pharmacy program, nursing program, health sciences program that already have national acclaim. And so we can bring all of those together, and it means uh, a really rich experience and interprofessional experience for our students. This might not be the best day in the history of uh, Duquesne University's College of Medicine. That might be uh, the second best, because I'm sure when those students open classes this summer, that'll take over the top spot. But I know it's going to still have a very soft spot in your heart for a long time, isn't it? I had two of the incoming students, Rose and Jacob, cutting the ribbon with me today, which was really special because they are the future of this. That's what we're so proud of. And so, yes, when they arrive in July, I told them that I'm going to be down there. They'll be studying 80 hours, uh, you know, uh, every day or whatever, cramming all of their work <laughs> in. But it's going to be a beautiful thing to see. And we thank the whole Pittsburgh community for making that possible. Well, as president of Duquesne University, if you could put in a good word for me, I, I, I don't uh, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on the radio. So maybe if I could have those uh, those letters, you know, after four years, that, that would be helpful. We'll check, or maybe a lawyer, Rick. We'll see. <laughs> I you have know, a much you're, better you're chance. Good at you, speaking, you've got a better so. job. More poll, I think, with that community probably, Ken. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank well, you Well, we being appreciate here. all the great work you do. And, yes, it's a proud day for all of us, not just at Duquesne University, but for this whole region. It is for Pittsburgh, indeed. Absolutely. Congratulations on this step and another one coming later on this summer. Appreciate it very much. Uh, enjoy the cold weather out there. All right. Thank you. Ken Gormley, President of Duquesne University, joining us on the day that they open their brand new College of Medicine. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.